Carl Edwards grabbed him a three-spot last night, Texas Motor Speedway for the NRA 500. And we had a chance to catch up with the guy coming out of our break with our local affiliate, 105.3 The Fan, and he runs in, walks in, sits down, and, well, this is, this is typically, this is typical how I, I, well, this is how I greet Carl Edwards. Sometimes you hear this happy bastard call in. <laughs> it's We're been talking, a while, it's though. It's been a while, hasn't it, man? Yes, I, I am pretty happy right now. I, this, this went pretty well. We got a good uh, third-place finish. This is Carl Edwards, yeah, by the way. I don't know if you... <laughs> yeah, you jumped right in there, man. <laughs> uh, Carl Edwards, driver of the number 99 Fast and All Ford Fusion for us, Fenway Racing. Who drove and, this um, race with a cracked tailpipe, we understand. Yeah, cracked tailpipe. I had... Um, I had all sorts of issues. We had cracked tailpipes. We had uh, the belts came loose at one point. Um, I don't mean loose. Like, I unbuckled them coming to the green inadvertently. and uh, Coming to the green. Coming to the green. The worst so, part to do so. So it took about three or four laps to get them all hooked back up. And uh, fortunately, we didn't go a lap down. But this race is about Jimmy Finnig. I mean, he made calls on pit road. He was. We came in one time. He said, okay, drop the track barb. Put a rubber in the left rear. Put a shim in the left front. Two rounds of wedge. I mean, it was like we Whoa. were all over the map. And um, and somehow we ended up third. So very, very lucky to be third. Third. Yeah, because I saw him running around 20th with maybe 110 to go or yeah. so. So, yeah, yeah, you guys really got your act together and just bonsai. And the what front. the hell did I say, Crash Gladys, when we're up, at, up in Kenton Nelson's suite? And I said, yeah, what happened to your Roush boys? Because I did. I, I was you saying. You were no, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, we. we um, and I picked them to win. I know it. I picked me to win too, but uh, we were we're in trouble. I mean, that's not good to run no. like that here. This it's is supposed Texas. to be, you know, we we usually dominate here. Greg is usually spectacular. He finished fourth. He had a lot better car than than I did, or he was doing a better job of driving it. He was faster, but still, he it, we know we weren't dominant like Kyle and and Martin and and uh, Jeff Gordon and those guys. And we we've got some work to do. You say you've got work to do. What is that? Is, is, is it driver? Is it car? Is it crew chief? What the hell is well, it? Well, the driver can always do a better job. I mean, we can always, you know, I always think that way. I know Greg does too. Um, but I think our cars, I think we're just missing one little piece that's letting us go out here and dominate these races. I mean, there have been times I've sat in here after the race with you guys and, I mean, it was easy. I mean, you just out there on a Sunday drive and you go win the race and you think, man, what's wrong with all these other guys? And now, you know, I'm out there. Uh, working pretty hard and uh, and just fortunate to finish third. So we, we've got work to do, and we, we all know it. And um, Jack Roush called us in this morning. Even before the race started, he called in Greg and Ricky, and I went to his motorhome, and he said, look, we gotta we got to come up with a way to be better here. He said, I'm looking at the pattern. We're not dominating ever at any of these races with this new car. So we're, we're going to keep working. We saw Martin Truex after his second-place finish, and that dude just looked like he came out of a 15-round fight. Yeah, he's not happy. second place. Yep. You ever been there? Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than when you have a – which, as a driver, you live and die by getting the finish that your car and your crew deserves. And if you have a car that can win and you don't win with it – I mean, that, he just said it in there. He said, you know, to beat all of these guys, to have a car that can beat all of them is – it's – it doesn't happen very often, and when you lose it, you waste that opportunity, that's crushing. I mean, he's going to have a terrible week. I, I was, he, he looked like he was really frustrated. So that's the difference between a guy who's got a 20th place car finishing third. I'm pumped. Martin finishes second with a winning car, and he's down in the dumps. Yeah, and even Jeff Gordon, I heard him in a post-race interview saying, hey, yeah, you know, we got a really fast car, even though he finished way back right, there yeah. because of a couple of issues. So, yeah, it's... The highs and lows of the sport. Well, and it depends. I mean, like right now, I know we've got trouble on the mile and a half. So we're not very good. If we go to Kansas next week, lead the whole thing, dominate, and have some trouble, 
Well, I'm still going to be happy because, hey, we've turned it around. Things are good. But um, but we've already got a win this year. We feel pretty confident about being in the chase. But uh, it's it's an emotional sport. I mean, you go out there and give it all you got, and sometimes it doesn't go the way you'd like. Carl Edwards, Georgia. Well, talk to me about this. Where, where are we being broadcast right now? Dallas-Fort Worth, oh, a 100,000-watt cool. FM smoker. Sounding like a million, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty serious. So the yeah, people who people live next to that right tower, they, they got like longer hair. They got like three testicles just, yeah, and an arm right. coming out of their back. Yeah. <laughs> but they also have 105.3. Yeah. So, hey, and you know what? You could use an arm out of your back every once in a while. Isn't that true? And then probably. It's, you know what for, too? It's for Tony Stewart when he walks up and gives you the wedgie. Do you know he does that a lot? No. Have you got an oh, arm yeah. in your back? Yeah, he's probably done it to you. He, he does it to the <laughs> women a lot more. And for some reason, he does it to me. I don't right. know what that means, but. Wow! But, uh, I'm just joking with Tony. So <laughs> he so did anyway. it to another man this weekend. I saw. Oh yeah, but if he, man, somewhere. if he just had an arm in the middle of your back, and you could just jab him real quick. That'd be that'd be good. You know, Brendan right Gaughan. Brendan Gaughan is a master at unbuckling women's bras. I would with, I with, would assume that. I've with, known Brendan for a long time, with, and <laughs> I'm not well. I'll talk. I can't talk about it on the air. But he's a he's a very he's a very social <laughs> butterfly. Brendan is. And this was of course. To say the before he was married, of course. This all happened before his marriage. Yeah. Oh, right. he still undoes bras. And Brendan, right. his wife's standing there. Ha, hey, let ha, me tell gotcha. you, his wife has got to be one of the coolest people. To marry Brendan Gone, you you got to know <laughs> you're in for it. He's, she's probably still tell, hearing stories that she's never heard on, on radio stations. You yeah. Know. <laughs> so he's, I got in trouble for that when I was in about fifth grade. For, uh, well, I was snapping bras. I wasn't unbuckling. I wasn't that good. But uh, I'm not, I wasn't that dexterous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, so oh I hated that when people snapped my bra. I mean, we thought it was cool. Thought, We're like bam. 10, you know. Whoa, whoa. But it hurts. Like, two fifth girls, grade? Like Who's two, wearing a bra well, in fifth every, grade, There was Carl a couple Edwards. girls, and everybody knew you know, who had the bra, so you go up there and snap it. Were they living by the 100,000-watt towers? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, man. That's really good. <laughs> and, and, and again, before we let you go, you know you're still infamous here on 105.3 The Fan. For almost getting you know the station blown up with your mother coming in dropping the f bombs. Yeah, my mom is is yeah. just throwing the f bombs around. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so my mom has she's toned it down. She's right. getting her act together. <laughs> she's um, she's out of prison now. Everything's right. good. So um, yeah. everything's cool. We're just we're having fun. Hey, I gotta give a shout out to Fastenal. Fastenal, they had a lot of folks here tonight. We gave them the best uh, run we could, but we've got to get to victory lane for Fastenal. If people out there listening, you know the hundred thousand watt uh, one oh five three is reaching you. You've got a, some sort of construction project, a business, anything like that where you use a lot of nuts and bolts and things, they, they can save you money. So go check out Fastenal. Fastenal.com? Fastenal.com is pretty cool. And your local Fastenal store can, can do anything. Like right now, all, the, all these shelves, all this stuff around here, they, they can come in, fix any of it, give you parts, set up vending machines, save you money. Because you know how it is. You've got a business and people go take too many drill bits and stuff, and right. your inventory just goes. So Fastenal takes care of you. You know what just Ooh. hurt? I saw them wheel about a dozen white cowboy hats by us. Oh, I'm glad on. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's depressing. That was you tough. do have one, though. I've got a few cowboy you, you hats. Got, it's it's my, I, wear, I got a black one, and it's my internet hat. So when I get on the internet, I put on my hat. And just I don't know why, but it sits next to the computer. And so I don't know where this came from. But it, I, it's, you know, it's, that pisses me off. I'm sorry. I know we got to let you go. But you get on the internet, but you're not on Twitter. You, Dale Jr., and Tony Stewart, get on Twitter. Nah, Twitter. It's, it's almost getting cool to not be on Twitter. Guys, <laughs> I know. Everybody's like, yeah. I, and I have, a, I have trouble. So I'm honest. So I had a Facebook, and I get in so much trouble because, you know, you get in a wreck or have some drama at the racetrack. And I'm like, hey. Here's what happens. Here's how I feel about it. And they're like, you can't say that. You, you're going to, you know. So Clint Boyer cusses on Twitter. He doesn't get in trouble. Clint Boyer cusses everywhere. 
<laughs> and he yeah. gets away with it. Yeah, I, I guarantee he snapped a few bras. <laughs> Clint's wild. He's wild. We're going back to the bra snapping. Yeah. All right, Carl Edwards. All right, uh, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. yeah, it's as professional. Speed Freaks is professional. I'm sorry, Carl. For please bring it down to the gutter here. <laughs> it started oh, with our first interview. making up for my mom yeah. not being here. <laughs> All right, thanks. Be safe out there driving, folks. Wear your safety belts. More, more. Watch out for idiots. And watch for that third arm coming out of your back. <laughs> more, <laughs> arm. more. That's how we roll with Carl Edwards here in the Freak Nation. And that is true that from about four or five years ago, Carl Edwards' mom joined him on one of our uh, local shows on 105.3 The Fan and started dropping some S-bombs at about 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> on a Sunday morning, not 10 o'clock at night. Well, that's right. It was pre-race for the cup race. And we just oh, had to calm her yeah. down. I mean, Statman every now and then wants to drop an F-bomb out there. But, but good. at least we're on Sunday night. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the Red Bull F1 car on ice in Quebec in a frozen lake. Send us the send. Oh, a, I did. I sent you a link. Twitternomics over there. to. Yeah. We'll tweet that. You know, we might be right, though. This idea is almost becoming fashionable not to be on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it. 